Inside every one of us, deep in the soul, are the dreams we have for ourselves. Dreams of what might be, of what we might become, and how we might change the world by changing ourselves. You can achieve whatever you can dream. All it takes is a plan and the right teacher. Welcome to Success Left a Clue, the inspiring podcast from Robert Raymond Riopelle, who has traveled the world for over 15 years, unlocking the dreams we all have. And now, here's Robert. Hello again, everybody. Robert Raymond Riopelle here with Success Left a Clue, and this is episode number four. And on this episode, I'm going to kind of do a carry on, a, a, an addition to episode number three. You know, in episode number three, we talked about choosing to be happy. You know, when, when um, Suelta gave me that lesson, it just, it instantly, it, it's one of those lessons that just kicked in. Now today, as I mentioned on the last episode, sometimes there's going to be kind of theme song, theme music or whatever. That's not going to be the case on this one. This one I just want to get into a short lesson that kind of ties into with that, you know, choosing to be happy. There, when you choose to be happy, or let me put it another way, your energy is going to be a big determining factor of what your reality is being created out of. And think of the word reality. People are always saying, get real. And reality, you know, there's a whole lesson around that one. So I create my own reality. And I want you to understand that you do as well. So by having happiness be a choice, you're creating the reality to have a happy life. And again, it doesn't mean that everything's going to go right or perfect in your life. But again, because your energy, what you focus on expands. There's a, a Zen teaching, a universal principle that says what you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on being happy, you're going to be much happier. If you're focused on being miserable, that everything's going wrong, that's exactly what you're going to attract to you. And so because I choose to be happy, in the last episode I talked about how even getting to fishing and choosing to be happy, it led to having a great time, which led to inspiration, which led to what I was doing the last recording on. See, that's just one of many examples. So just like last episode, I am right now sitting in India. I am in Bangalore, or Bangalore is the new name, uh, India, getting ready to do a one-day event where we're going to have some phenomenal, phenomenal presenters. I have the blessing of not only being asked to be here as a presenter, but I also have the blessing to be asked to host the whole event. And one of the reasons I get asked to do events like this is because of the fact that I choose to be happy. That's a day-to-day, moment-to-moment choice that I make. I choose to be happy. When something comes up or something happens and I can go, Eh, I can be miserable about this, pissed off about this, or I can choose to say, you know what? I choose to be happy. Not meaning I have to be happy about the situation. I choose to live a happy life. And what I wanted to do this episode on is to teach you or show you in success how your day-to-day intentions, your way of looking things opens up worlds of possibilities to you. And I'm going to give you two examples from right here on this trip to India. And I've been here less than 24 hours so far. So I do a 19-hour drive, 13 hours to get unloaded, unhooked, packed, 
at the airport to fly here. I spend a total of 27, 28 hours traveling to get where I am here in India right now. And all the way along, I'm choosing to be happy. Now, was I tired? Absolutely. Hey, I, look, I told you, I'm going to be real with you. Real, relevant, and repeatable. Successful people get tired. You honor that. You give yourself space to have some relaxation. So I lay down. I'm on the bed. I'm talking to my wife. And I said, I'm going to set the alarm for an hour. And I'll get back up. And she's kind of like, you know, you won't. She knows me so well. I could not wake up. My body said, this is time for you to rest. So I honored that. And so here we are. I know I have to go do sound checks, mic checks, check out the venue. And I'm scheduled to do that and be picked up at 7.45 p.m. from my hotel. Go to check the venue out and do all that. And so I'm getting up. I'm ready. And I'm looking forward to this. I'm happy. Instead of all of a sudden beating myself up that I got more sleep or that I that I slept longer and I didn't do what I wanted to get done in that moment. Instead of beating myself up, I said, I'm going to choose to be happy. And all of a sudden my phone rings. And it's our partner um, saying, hey, Robert, you know, did you have a good rest? And I'm like, absolutely, sir. And I did. He says, well, we're picking you up at 745, but I'm wondering if you want to join me and one of our guest presenters, Dr. John Martini, for dinner. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not, if you do not know who John Martini is, what here's what I want you to do is I want you to Google him right now. Google him. In fact, I can go to my um, introduction scripts for when I get to introduce him tomorrow. If you want to kind of get an idea who this gentleman is, and and you know synchronicity is is a powerful powerful thing. Synchronicity. I flew here from Calgary. He lives in Houston, Texas, but he flew here from where? Calgary, Alberta, right where I live. He was only on a flight about four hours ahead of me. Like, how cool is that? Synchronicity is it, really, really wild. So let me read you a little bit of his biography to give you an idea who this gentleman is. He's a world-renowned human behavioral specialist and is a leading authority on personal development and the knowledge he shares is a culmination of 43 years of cross-disciplinary research. As a gifted teacher, he travels the world delivering keynote speeches and other educational seminar programs which assist people to develop their potential and become empowered in all areas of their life. He is also the author of over 100 self-development books and manuals, 10 of which are commercially available and translated into 29 languages. 100 books. When I meet him and I go down and I'm like, first time I've ever had the blessing of meeting this gentleman, we had some great conversations. He said, there's only four things I'm a, I do. I travel, I teach, I research, and I write. Let me say that again. I travel, I teach, I research, and I write. See, he understands a principle that my friend Ken Courtright really tells people. If you want to be successful, as you get being successful, then you have to learn that you are only allowed to do what only you can do. Let me say that again. You are allowed only to do what only you can do. Meaning, Dr. Martini, D. Martini, he knows those are his four power skills that created his whole success. He actually has not driven a car in 26 years. He actually has not cooked a meal in over 24 years. Because those are things other people are able to do. Now, look. 
remember what I said last episode. Everything has to be a reflection of you. Whatever you do has to be a reflection of you. Meaning, for me, my wife and I love to cook. So that doesn't work for me. I like to cook. We do that. So that's, I, I incorporate in my life, that's one of my passions is cooking. But for him, it doesn't. And that's okay. So we're sitting there and we're talking and I am just, I am being a human sponge, just listening. This gentleman for 43 years has been teaching this stuff that I love so much. Do you think I can learn from him? Yes. And here we find out we have a lot in common. Also, we become instant friends and we know we're going to stay connected. Now, I would never have been able to have this opportunity to meet him if I wasn't choosing to be a happy person. I guarantee you that. If I was a grumpy person, my partner, our partners here, CERN, he wouldn't have even thought to lift the phone to ask if I wanted to join them for dinner. It wouldn't have crossed his mind. Just as an example. Also, I find out, well, we're at dinner. Here we are. And we're at dinner. And we're sitting there. And all of a sudden they go, so Robert, what time did you land? And I said, 7.30. And said, oh, you're lucky. So what do you mean? I said, well, if you'd landed after 9 o'clock, we would have had a lot of problems. And I'm like, Why? And they said, well, because the whole city of Bangalore went on strike at 9 o'clock. Now, going on strike is not a foreign concept to me. But I'm used to companies, workers going on strike for, and maybe um, if it's a union that covers a bunch of different types of industries or um, uh, businesses, they go on strike to support each other. But the whole city of Bangalore went on strike. You couldn't even go on to Uber and request an Uber car because none of them would drive. And what it was is a neighboring state who has shares water for agriculture here in this state. They were shipping less water and allowing less water to flow than what the state needed. So as a last-minute form of unity, the whole state, the whole city, I should say, of Bangalore, decided to go on strike to show the government that we do not agree with this. And luckily, this one was a peaceful strike from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. But get this. It's the type of thing. If a truck is trying, a, a gravel truck or whatever is trying to drive down the road, people will throw stones at them. They'll set their fire, tires on fire. They get very passionate about it because it's like, if you're not with us, you're against us. And so I count my blessings that I landed exactly when I was meant to land. I got to be at the hotel it was a very peaceful strike. It ended at 6. There's no issues. But I didn't create the reality of being caught in the middle of that. And I don't say I do it purposely, consciously, unconsciously, subconsciously. These are the realities I get to create in my life because I choose to be happy. And so here I am. This day I'm hosting is a mixture of some very well-known people, which I'll get to meet, especially being the host, but also some local very successful local people. And so here we are, and we're getting ready to drive back to the hotel. And all of a sudden they say, oh, Robert, I want you to meet CK. And I get to meet our first speaker of the day, whose name is CK uh, Kumar, Kumar, Kumarvel, Kumarvel, CK Kumarvel, or they call him CKK for short. <laughs> I'll keep with CKK. And this gentleman owns over 550 beauty salons. And what an interesting guy. Now we're riding back to the hotel, having a great conversation, only to find out, because he's asking what I do and my background and Domino's Pizza, and that I used to take bankrupt stores 
and turn them around by systemizing them back to the original system that Tom Monahan set up. Systems, ladies and gentlemen. Success left a clue. Find the system that works, follows it. Another podcast. And all of a sudden, we're just from sharing that. He goes, you need to be my teacher. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I have over 550 salons and we're growing very rapidly. Most of them do very well, but I have about 100 that are struggling. You obviously know how to turn those around. I want you to be my teacher. Now, if that doesn't hit you between the eyes right there, talk about amazing. Was it my intention? No. Do I think we can do some stuff together? Yes. See, your intellectual property, what I talked to you about in episodes one and two, increasing your intellectual property allows you to have greater conversations with even more amazing people. If I was not choosing to be happy, if I was not willing to listen and learn, if I was not choosing to take the chance to, okay, I can't afford this or I don't have the time, no, that's not an excuse, that's an obstacle. And then I overcome the obstacle, I wouldn't be where I am today to be able to sit in a car beside CKK and to learn that this successful man could learn something from me because I increased my intellectual property. And I love that saying, and I again, Ken Corright, again, if you're not listening to his podcast yet, I've talked to him about him in all four of these podcasts so far. Listen to him. Follow him. He's got nuggets of gold to give you. And so from me increasing, being willing to increase my intellectual property, listening to other people, getting to know other people, and when they're genuinely interested in knowing what I do, being short and concise, all of a sudden magic happens. And I've been here less than 24 hours. And so I'm going to leave you on this podcast with this. Choosing to be happy when combined with increasing your intellectual property will create magic. Choosing to be happy when combined with your intellectual or increasing your intellectual property will create magic. (laughs) It'll create that magic. And you won't even have to know why it's happening. Just understand you will attract to you. And I'm going to leave you with what Ken Courtright taught me a few days ago. Another one of his powerful sayings. He says, you don't attract who you want. You attract who you are. There's another clue for you. You don't attract who you want. You attract who you are. So I'm going to be talking to the people here in India tomorrow because a lot of them are going to sit there and say, oh, I love to get deals. And here's what's interesting. The question I'm going to pose to them is how many of you love to get the deal and you love to get the deal other people aren't able to get? Excellent. And yet, how many of you want to own your value more and how many of you really want to be paid what you're worth? How many of you find it's a struggle sometime? And I know there's going to be a lot of hands that go up. And I'm going to tell them that stay phrase right there. You don't attract who you want. You attract who you are. The reason you're struggling and not being paid your value is because you're attracting the people that want exactly what you want. They want you at a deal, a cheap deal that not even anybody else can get. And so if you want to increase your value, when a deal's presented for you, if it feels right, take it. Don't try and get an even cheaper deal. Accept it. Be willing to pay what people are worth. Be willing to pay for a product or a service what it's worth. The moment you do that, I guarantee you'll attract to you people who are willing to pay you what you're worth. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason that one is a big one for me to say is because that's a big one I'm really owning now too.
Everything I'm teaching you comes from my experiences. I struggled with that in my life. Even some days I still struggle with it. But today more and more, I'm willing to pay people what they're worth and create the space to attract people to pay me what I know I'm worth. So I hope you got some nuggets of gold in this one. A little bit shorter of a podcast, but I just had to get this one out. I just had to do it. And so Robert Raymond Realpel, success left a clue. Have an awesome time. Again, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Leave us a, uh, a review. And I look forward to doing more and getting them out. Till next time, always live with passion. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riopel, author of the soon-to-be-released book, Success Left a Clue. We hope today's inspiring message brings you closer to your dreams. To access program notes and helpful links, visit successleftaclue.com. Turn your dreams into reality. Please join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.